Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I've been better. <laughs> hey, hey, Getty, thanks for doing this. Oh, no problem. My pleasure. How are you? I'm great. I'm good, thanks. Uh, I'm busy. Uh, busier than I ever thought I would be at this ripe old age, but uh, busy's good, so I'll accept it. How are you doing, especially after the Jays lost to the Twins last night? What? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, God, I was watching the uh, game in the studio here, and I'm going, oh, my God. Yeah, that was really uh, a bad example of how to run a baseball team. To say the least. Uh, I take it you weren't uh, in Minneapolis. No. No, no I wasn't. No. Yeah. Uh, big Rush fans in Minneapolis, of course, uh, as there are everywhere um, around the world. You know, I wish I could have shown you the uh, bobblehead. Uh, one of our promo people have proudly displayed it on their desk here. It looks like uh, it almost the bobblehead looks like a cover photo of your memoir, My Effin' Life. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> did you did you pick that picture or did or did somebody else? I picked that picture, uh, the cover photo you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a photograph that my wife took of me when we were both 17. Wow. Yeah. The book is called My F and Life, and quite a, quite a life it has been and continues to be. I, I heard you were uh, pretty adamant about having to write this book. Why, why is that? I kind of backed into it. Really? Yeah. Uh, initially, I had no interest to do a memoir. Yeah. Um, because I kind of looked at my life as an ongoing affair. <laughs> and yeah. uh, no matter how old we we are, you know, in terms of what the number says, um, I we always think of ourselves as much younger with much more time left. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just felt like I had more stuff to do. But... Um, Things conspired to put me in a different frame of mind, uh, mostly the, the sad events of the few years before Neil passed, and, and his passing was um, had a very profound effect on me, and of course Alex and, and everyone that loved and knew him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, less than a month later or about a month later or so, we were all found ourselves locked down in a pandemic. So there I was sort of holding this grief and holding this reflective time uh, with nothing to keep me busy. And so at the same time, uh, I was watching my mom slowly be affected by the ravages of dementia. And that also had a profound effect on me. I started thinking about how tenuous our grip on our memory banks is yeah so i started thinking uh, maybe now's a good time to use this solitude to to put some of my memories on paper so that's kind of how i got into it yeah was it a, a cathartic process uh, especially with your mom and uh, the passing of neil yeah it was a cathartic process i hoped it would do me some good and you know, I realized I had some things I hadn't really dealt with enough, like even as far back as when I was 12 and my dad passed away. Yeah. You know, when you lose someone close, you kind of relive everyone you've lost in a way. So uh, it was an opportunity for me to review my life, 
without any pressing engagement to take me away and, and hide from all those things. Yeah. So, yes, it was cathartic. Uh, it wasn't always easy. It was certainly fun to write about touring in the early days, and those things still make me smile just thinking about them. Yeah, yeah. As life goes on and we faced one hurdle after another, uh, those things required a more thoughtful and sensitive approach. No kidding. The book is ready for release on uh, November 14th, and you're on a different tour now across uh, North America, stopping in Vancouver November 23rd at the Centre to promote it and talk about it. That, that must be or, or will be a, a totally different experience uh, kind of tour, huh? Yeah, yeah, very different. I mean, uh, when I wrote the big, beautiful book of bass, I did a few events yeah. where uh, we had conversations about bass guitars and bassists and, uh, you know, people came and it was like bowing down at the church of the bass guitar, which I kind of like. Yeah. Uh, but I've never done anything quite like this. And so that's kind of reason to do it. Uh, I like to do things I've never done before, and it makes me feel like I'm still growing and still figuring new things out. So I'm kind of excited to put together an evening that will edify and entertain people, I hope, uh, with a guest moderator, a different guest moderator every night for a short conversation, well, short-ish yeah. You know, I talk a lot, so it won't be short. Uh, <laughs> and then I'll read a couple of excerpts from the book, and then I really want to open it up and listen to questions and, and have a bit of FaceTime with, with our fans and, and answer, maybe answer something they've always wanted to know. So yeah. uh, I hope that works out. I think it will be a fun and uh, uh, interesting evening. Oh, I'm sure there'll be a million questions. You're just not going to have enough time to answer them all. My God. I got so many questions, too. We were talking about, um, you know, cathartic processes and stuff like that. The Taylor Hawkins tribute in London and L.A. last year, that must have been pretty cathartic to uh, get involved in that. Yeah, that was uh, that was an incredible event. It was, uh, I'm very happy that we were able to participate. And when uh, Dave... Uh, Grohl called me uh, and asked me, I guess it was about a, a couple of months after Taylor passed. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was tough, but he he's such an amazing person. He's such a, a superhuman. Uh, and he was so encouraging. And he said, look, you know, you know how much Taylor loved you guys. And, and it would mean a lot if you and Alex would uh, come out and... and and play some Rush for us. And, and so uh, it, I couldn't, I said yes in a heartbeat. It was, it was nothing to think about. Yeah. And I think in the end, it became a very uh, regenerative experience for Alex and I because uh, we went somewhere we were kind of afraid to go, playing Rush music on a stage with different drummers and, and reclaiming those songs for ourselves, which I think is very important. Yeah, and uh, you know we had a great time, and, and it was just an amazing interaction. I've never been in a building with so many successful musicians on one show, where there was absolutely zero competitive vibe, like zero. Everyone was in the same headspace, rooting for everyone else, and all there to celebrate Taylor and to 
you know, pay homage in a way. So yeah. it was a, a marvelous uh, event. No kidding. No kidding. Um, it, it's amazing that uh, over the years, um, Rush has been cemented uh, in so many things in pop culture. You know, the South Park 25th anniversary thing last year you guys did with Trey and Matt. I remember the episode in season 15 called Royal Pudding with you guys. There's um, <laughs> so, um, Bob and Doug McKenzie take off. Uh, you knew Rick Moranis in public school, huh? Yeah, huh. yeah. I spent, uh, I spent seven years in public school in the same <laughs> classes with him. Oh, my God. The stories you could probably tell. Um, <laughs> he, he looked the same, just shorter. <laughs> the, the list goes on with the uh, pop culture stuff, Family Guy, Trailer Park, School of Rock. Um, I was watching uh, the movie I Love You, Man, with Jason Siegel and Paul Rudd. You know, the scene busting into your dressing room, and uh, all three of you guys are... <laughs> That must. I love that movie. It's crazy. Yeah, it was great fun to do that. It was really uh, something totally different from us, and that was a phase we were going through when, when uh, we, I, what I like to call our George Costanza phase, where <laughs> we we decided that suddenly everything that we used to say no to out of hand, we are now going to say yes to. <laughs> And uh, that was one of those things, and the Colbert Report was another one of those things. Oh, yeah. It was just the best decision we ever made was, was to stop acting like Rush and do do what normal people would do. <laughs> and I hope and I suspect that you uh, articulate all of those uh, or some of those in uh, my effing life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I talk about all that kind of stuff. Oh, sure. cool, cool, cool. So as I mentioned, the tour, uh, well, it stops in Vancouver the 23rd of November, uh, and you're doing various other dates in Canada, uh, Toronto, of course, uh, and uh, elsewhere in North America, and then the U.K. in December. And then what are you going to do? Uh, then I'm going to do what I always do uh, in the winter. I escape my home and native land from somewhere <laughs> beautiful and warm that I can... Uh, walk around with my wife That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> oh nice nice will you and you're gonna get this question a lot will you or, or when do you want to get back to uh, music with Alex or if with Alex um well something I ponder in the book and talk about but it, uh, honestly uh, uh I am hungry to do something musically uh I think this whole process for me has has really uh you know wiped slate clean for me I, I've gone through a lot of uh, soul searching and uh, I think it is time to do some music whether I do that with my my BFF Al yeah. or, uh, or somebody else I'm not 100% sure at this point but I think once the book tour is out of the way uh, I think I'll start uh, seeking musical employment of some sort <laughs> that's, that's great to hear well listen um Congratulations on the book. It is uh, quite the effing life, Giddy Lee. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. You can take that uh, two ways, I think, you know. Uh, it's my effing life. Or it's my effing life. <laughs> We're going to see you November 23rd at the Center in downtown Vancouver. Uh, tickets on sale uh, Friday, October 6th uh, here. And, and I hear every ticket sold, everybody's going to get a copy of the book. Is that right? That's right, yeah. Uh, first edition hard copy, yeah. Cool. Excellent. Hey, thanks for doing this, Getty Lee. My pleasure. I greatly appreciate it. I can't wait to read the book and uh, see you on the 23rd here in Vancouver. Thank you, man. It was nice to chat with you. Likewise. My pleasure.
right. Take care. You too. Take care, Getty. Thank you.